Hit the lights. You've discovered the Half Watt Podcast. We want to educate and entertain by tapping into the most trusted source of new technology, the ones installing and innovating it. You, the tradespeople that build from the ground up. Join us as we talk with industry leaders, veteran contractors, and even some young blood. Nice. Welcome aboard. Today I'm talking to the Tatted Tech out of Arizona. I'm welcome aboard. Oh my God. <laughs> that was oh, good. For that everyone good. for everyone After, watching hey, this. Hey, Tyler just had a, some sort of a meltdown. That was awesome. Thank you, man. Yeah. Uh, with me is Gage. Hi, Gage. How's it going? There was an explosion of arms in the background. <laughs> it was so funny. So we had a little technical <laughs> malfunction, which we worked through. Uh, I watched your YouTube videos, man. You have a lot of energy. Tell us, uh, tell us about yourself. All right. So uh, my name is Jordan. Go by Ted of Tech. That's what the majority of the people know me by. Um, started out in the industry when I was 18 as a grunt. Uh, and yeah, just pulling wire, fetching lube for the, the big dogs and getting wire stretchers, uh, yeah, that's all that, all that good stuff. And um, I can honestly say my first two years, I thought that this was just going to be a job. Mm-hmm. And my third year in, I was able to like start doing actual wiring of um, hardware devices and it was all fire alarm stuff. And nice. I absolutely fell in love with it. Uh, class A circuits, class B circuits, and then six years in fire alarm, I moved to the security industry mm-hmm. and access control is the my favorite. I love it. Nothing I do to build more. No kidding. Absolutely. So, so access is is just got you, just got you. Because you're, you, I watched the the videos. I watched. You were good at it. Very. I like very, access control because I get to start a system at nothing, and depending on the scope, uh, I watch it. You know, one or two days go from a regular mechanical door to my technologies, my programming, my hard work, making it right. work. Uh, and it's customers love it. ADA openings. I'm helping people. Um, yeah, so I, it's very, it's you know, you leave work at the end of the day, and you're like, I did something. I was, I was, I was racking my brain. I thought that it had me, and I and I conquered it. So I absolutely love it. Well, I also like your vest, the the vest that you had in the tool bag. I haven't done a lot of field work in a while. I I was a manager, and then now what I'm doing, I just carry a backpack full of stuff. But I I very I very well may pick up the the vest. That looks like that's a lot easier to carry. Speaking of vests, I actually am doing. I just did a giveaway. One of my followers just won this setup. Um, mm-hmm. Atlas Forty Six has to be probably one of my biggest supporters. They have uh, since I had a viral video um, wearing their rig. They have supported me nonstop. I've done multiple that's giveaways. Multiple giveaways. They've sent me stuff for me to try out. I have the actual, the only Saratoga 2.0 vest that is released. Like I wear it and like, it's crazy because it went from going to work. I get paid to go to work and then I just post what I love to do. And then now I get free tools. Like (laughs) it doesn't doesn't get better than that. That is a good, that's a good, no, it does not get any better than that. So uh, what kind of licensing do you have to have? Uh, in Arizona, I'm not familiar with the licensing down there. Uh, so I have my C7, um, and as as all contractors, got to be bonded, have to be insured. Um, I do everything solo because as of right now, I cannot afford workman's comp insurance because I am a single dad, and 
Uh, it is just everything costs too much money. So yeah. I work I work for a company, the one of the number one integrators in the United States. Uh, I do my nine to five, and then I put all my work on the weekends. And I travel to California, do my installs in California. I have a couple of installs in Vegas. So I do. I try to keep all my personal work to myself so I can actually mm-hmm. save that money versus like right. throwing it right back into the company. And I get it, uh, yeah. yeah, so right now I'm very small, like one person small, but mm-hmm. I prefer it, you know, like I do a job, I make maximum profits. I'm not kicking a bunch of money out to um, employees, sales employees. And uh, mm-hmm. believe it or not, TikTok has gotten me majority of my sales. Wow. So, so because of your, because of your, your stance on social media, both in TikTok, Instagram, and I guess both, but uh, and the one I watch were all YouTube. Uh, that's d- done nothing but help you. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, uh, so I'm I just happy. I just ended an ambassadorship with Ideal. Um, I was able oh. on Christmas to give out almost like two thousand. Yeah. Uh, yeah, super small, super small, you know, super small ideal. Yeah, uh, they gave me about like $1,500 worth of tools to give out to my followers. And um, that's what I love most. Anyone that I work with, any brand that I do work with, I tell them off top, like, if you give me something, I have to be able to give it back to the people that follow me. Um, so I've had a couple of companies say no, and I just keep pushing because at the end of the day, my content is... I, I was doing it before I had anybody supporting me. And now that I do have people following me and supporting me, liking, sharing my videos, like I'd mm-hmm. like to give back. Yeah, yeah I, I don't that. So I interviewed uh, Mike Holt and just to, just last week. And I sat here and my cheeks hurt at the end of it. I was blown away by this guy. Well, wait, hold on. Your cheeks hurt? Paused. No, <laughs> I, I was just like, I, I had this, this, this dumb grin on my face. Uh, the okay. guy impressed me. I was just like, wow, you're impressing me. You're, you have the same enthusiasm, the same drive. I mean, he, he, that's all he talked about. This guy's 72. He's a, he's a uh, mountain biker. You've, you've got the same exact enthusiasm. You are, 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 are right in the same path, doing the same thing. You're working, honestly, seven days a week. Yeah. You've got, you've got a kid you're taking care of. You've got endorsements. You've got your presence online. You don't stop. And that was it. That was, those are exactly the, you were telling me the same exact things that he told me that made him what he is. And you're doing the, you're in the same boat, man. Props to him because you said he's 72 and I will tell you right now, this is exhausting. So if him at 72 (laughs) is still doing this, man, power, more power to the man. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're you're not stopping. If you're if you're working in Vegas, you're working in Arizona, you're working in California. You've got a license that works in all three of those states. Actually, uh, so my license is good in California. Uh, my license isn't necessarily good in the other ones. Uh, Tyler, cut that out. <laughs> so yeah, uh, the other ones are more like personal. Um, like I have the install right. I just did in Vegas was one of my friends' seven camera, four megapixel install. Oh, okay. So like um. I don't do any commercial in those ones. Only commercial I do is in California. And um, biggest one I have so far is I did Element Salon, Access Control, Speakers, uh, Mm -hmm. CCTV. And um, yeah, it's like recurring revenue on that, things of that nature. And that's what I'm trying to capture. So the reason why I go to California a lot is my youngest two live out there. So Mm -hmm. I am already out there twice a month, every month anyway. So I might as well make it financially beneficial to myself yeah Yeah, and hit a job while i'm there do a quick install and then spend time with the kids and splurge that money on them 
Right. Good. Excellent. Right. Well played. Well played. I, I think you were you were saying right before we started um uh, that your son actually had a football game today. Yeah, my so I have full custody of two of my boys and my 13 okay. year old had a football game today. So like I literally walked in this door and it was like I think it was 6:32 and I know he always starts 6:35 so I'm like scrambling downloading the app doing the whole <laughs> night. It's <laughs> funny. But I appreciate you being on time. I do. Yeah, for sure. I know. It's, you know was, being punctual, late. Being punctual <laughs> means a lot. It, you know, it does, right? It's a character <laughs> thing, right? You would, think, you would think as the oldest guy in the room that I would be more punctual. But the only, the only, my only excuse is I walked out without my wallet. <laughs> I just completely, and I had to go get fuel and a bunch of other stuff, and I have horses, so. Not okay. kids. Why didn't you ride a horse? I mean, I would have been on time and just rode a horse. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. What do you it, think that, outside the box, man? <laughs> if you want to sink some, if you want to sink some money quickly into something, I recommend horses. <laughs> horses and boats. Horses and boats. Uh, bust out another thousand. That's what that means. So, uh, so talk about your tats. How do, how does that start? You just started getting them when you were a kid, and just never uh, stopped. Yeah. Um, so, little past history. Basically, raised myself with my oldest brother. Both of our parents were unfortunately addicted so i took a lot of bad turns growing up and um i started getting tattooed when i was 14 uh yeah. i'm 35 now and the only thing i don't have is my back and both my thighs everything else is tattooed yeah so, three, you do not look 35 man you yeah good shit for 35, the kids keep you young man the kids <laughs> keep you young right. yeah all those all those sleepless nights waking up chasing mm-hmm. them around it just keeps you on the go so how did you pull yourself out of that situation? What did you do? And, and what kind of, how can you tell our listeners like how that, how did you get out of that? Uh, in all honesty, all credit to my first son. I had my first son when I was 17. I was going down the wrong path before I had him. Um, nothing, no drug related to anything. Just like hanging out with people that you feel are your friends and your loved ones when you necessarily don't have that around. Um, I had my first son. I actually did get arrested when I was 18 and I got put on a strict probation. That probation made me, uh, straighten up or yeah, basically in so many words that changed my life. And I'm super grateful. I did 35 days in tent city out here in Arizona. I don't know if you know about it, but it's a jail oh, where you hey, sleep in a tent. Pails. Yeah. Our pails. Yeah. Our pails. Yeah. 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 And so I was, so it worked for you. Oh, absolutely. Um, I actually wrote him a letter when I was uh, 22 years old and basically told him like, hey, that, that incarceration I did saved my life. Like, uh, I was so scared to go to jail after that. I didn't jaywalk. <laughs> I didn't litter. I didn't, I didn't change lanes without a blinker. Like, it was very serious for me. So, uh, <laughs> I didn't change lanes without a blinker. So, yeah. What, and a 55 license and registration. Absolutely. Yeah. Hands on the wheel Dude, the whole night. Bad, 10 and 2, like, right. not playing. That's funny, man. Yeah. So, so, uh, so did you have to wear the pink, yeah. the whole pink? Help pink <laughs> underwear. And listen, the worst part about it was I went in the winter and they give you one blanket. Okay. And I, a funny little thing about me oh. is if I get super cold, uh, I'll start to, I'll start to gag. Like, I have a really bad gag reflex. Oh, no. So I was out there shivering in my bed at night just like constantly it was the worst uh and all that stuff tied into me getting out and just being like i need to change 
what I'm doing, and I so, got it. So I'm, I I want to say because we have a lot of listeners that that you know if you don't know who Sheriff Arpaio was, look him up. Mm, yes, you can see the controversy that surrounded the whole nine yards. Here's a gentleman where it did exactly what he was wanting. Absolutely, to do. absolutely, hands down. And, and even even besides that, just not even just straightened up, but your drive yeah. afterwards, and mm-hmm. you you have not stopped. Yeah, driving yeah. since then. Uh, so I, when I got out of jail, like I put on probation and I just literally flooded every construction company I possibly could with uh, application. Every, all I did was looked up construction on Google and I took down numbers on any single person that had a listing. And I mean, mom and pop shops, huge corporations, I called them all. And I just like sat by the phone for a solid three, four days. Uh, I ended up coming across a company called Tri-Signal Integrations. Okay. Um, I went, I knocked on the door, put on a button up, uh, button up tie. I had a uh, slacks on dress shoes, knocked on the door. They weren't hiring, went back that next Friday, still weren't hiring, went back that following Friday, made sure I talked to a project manager and he was like, look, I'll give you this. And, um, this is the amount of money I'll pay you. You start Monday. And I was making crumbs. Okay. I had no vehicle. I had to take my son to daycare on a bus. Then I was taking the bus to work. And then I was taking the bus to daycare. Then I was taking the bus back home. I was getting home around like 9.30 at night, uh, waking him up at five o'clock, getting on the bus, taking him to daycare, getting on the bus, going to my job site. And I did that until I got my first two paychecks, bought a rodeo, and um, the rest is in the books. Nice. Man, pursuit of happiness featuring (laughs) Well, no, this is is good because I want, it's because I want folks to hear. Oh, yeah. Just how hard he had to sacrifice yeah, to get to where absolutely. he got, and look at where he's got. He's got, I, you know, vent uh, ideal for crying out loud. I mean, yeah. I mean, honest God, yeah. That's a thing, yeah. That's and awesome. Man. Can be more grateful. Like since I since my platform took off, I've had um I've worked with Tough Built, um Atlas Forty Six, Ideal. Um, this hat that I'm wearing, it's a Heart Tunes hat. They're coming out with a work brand. They're sending me um, their clothes. I'll be the one of the first people to get to try their clothes. Uh, I have a deal with a company called Dirty uh, Dirty Money Works, um, sweaters, stuff like that. Uh, they're sending me a bunch of gear. I've gotten stuff from Circle K. Um, oh, actually, hold on. Let me oh, show you what. Let me show you what Circle please, K sent me. Yeah. I love this guy. We got to interview him more. I want to I see know. how this, how far he goes with this, because this ought to be good. Look at here, a onesie, a Circle K onesie. That's awesome. Basically, I got to like, I had to try some of their breakfast foods and talk about it for like blue collar workers. Mm-hmm. And um, although I ended up not doing the deal because I do not eat uh, that kind of stuff in the morning, and I felt like mm-hmm. a fraud trying to. Yeah. Hey guys, come out here and grab these delicious hot dogs. And um, right. I was like, "Yeah, I can't do it." So I actually ended up turning that deal down. And there have been some that I turned down because they send me out scripts, like lunchies and my lunchbox that I do. They sit, kept sending me out scripts, and I was telling them like, "The reason why I like my platform is because it's me. It's not right. like I'm not. If a tool doesn't work, I'm not telling you to get it. I'm not reading a script. Like, let it be not, true. You're not going to BS anybody. Yeah, absolutely. You straight shooter. You also smile. Right when I watched the videos, you were smiling, talking, happy, uh, positive. Yeah, and that's what I get from you as a very positive. Like if I was to work with you, I would. My guess is you would say, "Okay, this is how I do this," and you see what I'm doing, and it would be it would be a lot of energy, a lot of positive energy. Uh, okay, so here, let me go ahead and 
Let me, let me talk about that. So, um, all right there. I just saw it. I, I absolutely love what I do. Uh, but when I'm on the job site, uh, it's business. Um, my videos are a lot different than what it's like when I'm at work, unless it's a customer or something like that. I would mm-hmm. say a lot of my coworkers like me, but the ones that aren't pulling their weight, they don't like me because I'm not right. going to like when I got in the industry, when I was 18, God, the names I was called, uh, the way I was treated, um, is totally different than what you can do and how you can treat someone nowadays. Right. So when you have someone coming in at 22, 23 with a company vehicle already, no experience, uh, and they're on their phone or they're listening to podcasts while you're trying to mm-hmm. teach them something like that rubs me the wrong way. So, um, when we're on the job site, it's business. Like let's, let's make a profit. I'm trying to turn a profit. I need to show my value to this company because my job is number one. And when I come home, if I had a bad day, I can't just shake that. I can't sit at home and be like, Oh, oh well today I really process of elimination. What can I do better than what I, where did I make my mistake at? Like what could I have done differently? Um, actually I, two days ago, I messed up at work first time ever. And I actually text one of my friends and be like, I got humbled today because I install access control all the time. I mm-hmm. used a template, something I never use. I always freehand it and use my measuring tape, but I used right. the template. The template was off and uh, man, it, ouch. it, it hurt me. I ended up being at work for you 12 hours. Mind. Oh my God. 12 hours of doing wow. one door. Oh yeah. I, I also That's do access worst. control and I know the days that you're talking about. So I don't know. Do you know the Schlage AD400, uh, the wireless handset? Um, it basically reports to PIM to your access control. Yes. Yes. So um, I read the, I was reading the schematics and told me one and three quarters off the edge of the door, one and three quarters, put my template, punched all nine, drilled it, put it in. The latch stuck out about an inch too long. So it was actually supposed to be two and three quarters. So all my through holes, all my locking mechanism, everything I screwed in for the first one was off. So I had to go get a cover plate, drill through the cover plate, and then the holes showed a little bit. So then I had to get a silicone bead, blue tape around the entire thing, silicone it, let that sit, pull the silicone off, 12 hours. Wow. 12 hours. Yeah. So (laughs) brutal, brutal, long, long day. That is brutal. But like you said, when you when you leave the job at the end of the day, especially, I mean, I'm sure you do retrofits and yeah. upgrades and stuff yeah. like that. I do a lot of hospitals and like going in there and just like talking to the nurses. And as soon as you get in there, you know, they're like, oh, my God, thank God. You know, yes, you know, yes, just, oh, I yes. Bring patient. And then after like three, you know, three hours, or if it's a couple weeks, they're just like so appreciative. I mean, it's just like instant gratification. A hundred percent. The thing that I get the most thank yous on is when I'm doing hospitals would have to be the automatic openers. Um, Mm. the nurses, the doctors, they are so grateful when you take a door that they're usually backing into with a, uh, with a wheelchair or a bed or something of that nature and doing the long arm stretch to pull the bed through. And whenever you get an automatic opener on there, the appreciation is amazing. So yeah, definitely. But you install the ones where you just wave in front of it. And yeah, it opens up. wave. Yeah, we awesome. have ones that uh, wave. When I was working in California, doing a lot of work for Hogue, they have like some of the doc- the doctors walk around with like basically the button on their clip. We just program the RF signal, mm-hmm. so um, they walk up, hit a button, opens before they're even approaching. Um, motion sensors, 
wow. like everything of that nature. So if it sends a dry contact, we I'm in a dry signal, we will install it and make their lives easier. Nice. Yeah. You ever use any um, like CX12, CX33s? CX, no, what is that? Uh, I think they're Camden's. Uh, Camden's the brand. Uh, and, uh, and is that the auto door opener? Yeah, basically. No, so like basically 90% of the time, whenever I am doing auto door openers, I have installed a couple myself though. But when I am doing auto openers, I am usually just doing the, like it's already installed. The closer is already on. I'm just coming, doing the power up program and then um, integrating my system with their system. Okay. Yeah. So I don't really look at part numbers. I look at schematics. Like I try not to like look at part numbers or anything because, right. um, I don't want to ever go into a situation and be like, oh, I know this door and then hook something up wrong. So I've done a thousand Fair. access control systems. And every time I do them, like I'm reading schematics versus like, oh, this brand, this model, this is how it goes. I like to like look at everything as if it's new. Of course, like a lot of things you'll see, it starts to make sense. Like I've touched Linnell all day, so I can't look at Linnell and be like, this is new. I don't know what this is, but I do like, uh, as far as like the stuff in the field, depending on what readers I'm installing, OSDP. Anything of that nature, I make sure that like um, start from scratch, um, white, green, red, black, and then what color reader, what, what color do you want this reader to be that dictates the other connection? Right. Yeah. Right. So, all right, are you Linnell certified? I am Linnell certified, yes. Yeah. It's so much more impressive than okay. having forklift certification. Take that, Instagram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I'm... But for myself, um, with my company, I do Pro Data Key, and um, I'm a I'm a dealer with Pro Data Key. They're an amazing company. Bluetooth app, tech support, if you 24 seven. Um, wow. I've been stuck in some pickles with them, and at 2 a.m. I get a call back, and uh, they're willing and ready to help. What so was is, what was the name of that company? Yeah, Pro Data Key. Pro, and that's an access control company. Access or, control company. Yep. Um, manufacturer. Manufacturer. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I've so never heard of them. Why don't That's, we get a hold? Why don't we get a hold of them? So I, we can talk to the I, now. I want to. I just this love the fact incredible. that we're not talking about fire. <sighs> you don't like I'm, fire? I'm all I, oh no, God! That's all I do is fire. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I started in fire. One trick pony. When I was doing fire, um, I was going. A nice set, and I was actually that's how I got into access control. Was I went to a nice set class? I would. I took. My, it was in Arizona. Uh, well, here because I lived in Vegas at the time. Um, I had my F card in Vegas. I was supposed to get nice at certified. I came out here and then a company called IES, they have two techs there and they were like, you do any security, blah, 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 blah. And we started talking and then, um, they actually interviewed me, but I didn't take the job cause they wanted me to move out here. So then I went into Las Vegas and I started looking into this industry that I didn't even know existed because when you come in from where I came in from, like, like I said, I just spammed my, in my, uh, application out everywhere. So I knew right. nothing about the field that I was getting into. Um, so like very closed mind tunnel vision, like fire alarm is low voltage. Like, you know, I didn't understand that CCTV data network. I didn't know all these things intertwined until I saw IES and they have a networking side, a security side and boom. And I'm like, okay, like, let me see what else I can do. Cause I like fire alarm, but troubleshooting ground faults will be the death of me. And I don't ever want to do that again. So it's why I never wanted to learn fire. It's even yeah. a lot of for lunch what kind of fire uh, did you work on uh est so i did a job oh, yeah. um i think it's I called <laughs> I, I don't i don't know if i'm allowed to say the name of the company because it was a government project so i did a government project in utah 
and it was all EST, um, class A circuit, and it was like 1,200 points of initiation, uh, huge, huge system. And uh, they just hired a bunch of green guys to get the install done. So when it came time to do the programming, I mean, we had like 142 troubles, uh, 17 ground faults, like on oh. every initiation circuit. And I, for probably the last six months of the project, all I did was look for ground faults and it was the like uh uh i, I never want to touch it's a multimeter yeah, looking I, for I, ground I faults ever that. again he's a system that has to be installed right programmed right once it's done right it is it is a completely like i mean I, it's something you put up in it you don't ever have to change it like one thing that i like about it though is that they have that mapping in it and they'll yeah. tell you like where the ground faults are at but yeah. see what the problem is when you're doing a government facility and the smoke detectors and heat detectors are on the ceiling and they have million dollar generators and all this other stuff like it just makes it that much harder and then you clear that ground fault and then passes down the line you get another one so it was oh, like it, everything was on a boom lift it was miserable i've never is, been that is miserable That's yeah work work life was that. horrible yeah <laughs> it's a it's a it's a pretty unique product you know especially with the, the way that it operates uh i i managed a company that was an est dealer for a number of years and then i but i'm a simplex guy at heart that's why i started with and that's where i'm back working again and simplex is a whole different kind of machine it's got its own ups and downs but it's it's, it's a i don't know it's a, to me it's a labor of love at this point and when I yeah. when I get no faults too, but I mean I work in a hospital, so it's it's a you know the only the only off snap moments are when you have to go above the ceiling, you have to generate dust because dust generation in a hospital is, you know, it's yep. at this point so it's a no no, yeah it's a it's a huge thing for aspergillus. So you just you know you work within the parameters, and we have a we're we're a huge campus, so. You know, there's Biggest never, in the Northwest. Oh, it's, it's, it's huge. It's, I mean, 42 nodes. It's just, it's huge. If you saw this thing, your jaw hit the floor. So I'm the senior guy on it. And so I've got a bunch of people that kind of, they don't work for me. They work with me. And then we sort of tag team what we're going to do, how we're going to do it. And, and, and so the, so my job, at least towards the end of my career here is just absolutely like if you like fire and you don't mind troubleshooting ground faults and all that jazz, it's like going to work in heaven. I mean, it's just, ah, what am I going to do today? I think I'll do some programming. Yeah. You know, I was at, um, I, when I took my Linnell certification, there was these guys from Oregon university and they were like, uh, oh yeah, we just met at the campus. And, um, yeah. I didn't know that was a thing, you know, like yeah. I didn't even know that they have people that just manufacture control. And so for the longest, I'm like, that is the dream job. Like I want to have a golf cart. I want to deck my golf cart out the way I want it. Like I want my own office space on campus. Um, but right now I work for a company called DH Pace and I've never been happier. My work home life is, I have, I've never worked with such talented technicians awesome. first and foremost. Uh, I have a gentleman named Josh. He is brilliant. Darkest sense of humor in the entire world, but he's brilliant. <laughs> I have a gentleman named David Kane. He's the OG at the company. He's like in his fifties out here, pulling <laughs> wire, drilling doors, doing this thing. Like, uh, I never experienced a work group like this. I've worked for a couple of integrators in DH pace, like our management team, solid. Um, Travis, our ops manager, best guy. Like 
It's like, I'm so happy here. But for the longest, I'm like, I don't want to work for a company. I want to work for like a university. Mm-hmm. I want to just go to one place. I want to know that place like the back of my hand. And I want to be able to solve all the problems. And when my day's up, pass it on to someone and like give them the knowledge I've obtained. Like that was the goal. Uh, and then I worked here and like, I cannot see myself working for anybody else. Like for and, instance. And there's, and there's nothing wrong with that. That, But exactly what you just said is exactly where I'm at. Where I'm teaching all my, all my, I, I can't, they're my fellow employees how to troubleshoot, how to, how yeah. to program the stuff that they don't know. I'm filling in the gaps because when I do leave and whenever that is, I want, I don't want any vacancy. I don't want any void. I want every, yep. everything filled. And I've, well, as these guys know, cause I instruct as well. It's, it's something that's been pounded in me since the military is that everybody I'm working with will has to come to my level of knowledge and understanding. Absolutely. Should yeah. not go to the grave without, without having yep. experience. It expunged everything out of my head. Good. I'm done. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. You know, it's uh, there. When I was growing up in the industry, I mentioned this before. I remember asking guys how to do things and getting like shunned, like, oh no, just go pull this, go do that. Um, Like they felt like if you learned what they knew, their job was at risk. And at the end of the day, what? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Because what if you pick it up better, faster, do cleaner work? Well, then they don't feel like they're important anymore. And one thing I've learned is like, I'd much rather be able to tell the guys that are working with me like hey i'm gonna do this i would like you to do this you do this and know that all those guys can either step in where i'm at and i do that or we i'm telling them this i'm assigning these tasks and i know they're getting done to a certain level and that's exactly what we have at dh space um i work with some guys on their sites i've never been on their site before but they know they have enough trust and faith in me that they hand me the prints and say these are the troubled areas that's what we need to figure out. And I don't need anyone to hold my hand. And when they're on my site, I'm like, Hey, we have these cameras to do. These are the IP addresses, knock that out. And then we know right then, right there, like, I don't have to be like, Hey, did you do this? Let me check. <laughs> Let me look at it. I, I get to just like, that's a part of the work that I no longer have to be obsessed about. I can let that go. Yep. I pass it on to someone. They're going to handle it. And now I come on and I do my part. I like your enthusiasm. I do. I, I love the fact that, that you're going at it the same, the same way I go at it. And when I teach, when I teach students, I say, look, I don't want you to be okay in five years. I want you to crush me. I, I want, you should yeah. be better than me. And at the end of this game, if I'm turning out uh, journeymen that are, that are stomping me in the ground and I, and I have, I've got a lot of folks that I know that are, that are absolutely doing stuff I could never do. Like, great. That means I was successful. That means that, and, 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 and it's not, it's not my idea. It's not me. This was the way it was always this way. If I, if I was teaching you to be a stonemason, I taught you all the ways to be a stonemason until you were building arches exactly how they should be built. And then when you moved on in your career and did stuff that, that I couldn't do, I would learn from you as another mm-hmm. master mason going yeah this is how all this stuff works and wow check this absolutely out. and and that's the way the trade moves forward especially at the rate that it's changing like like yes leds and new lights i mean i don't know if you if you looked at the code change for for 2023 it's a it's a it's a game changer for the nec in 2023 it is an absolute it's a different nec that's coming our way and 10 amp breakers in your house because they don't need you don't need to have 15 or 20. wow the 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 loads are down low enough that they're going to go to 10. think about that think about the fires the that you're going to prevent everything's going to have arc fault everything's going to have gfci you know it's just 
I mean, with LED lighting and lower uh, lower power consumption, that's a game changer. So, you know, not only are we, you know, are we teaching our apprentices to be better and showing them all this new technology, there's stuff coming down the line. And like you've, you've already experienced it, that is just like, you've got to get it, understand it. How does it network? How do I talk to it? Old guys like me who never learned all, I mean, who didn't learn all that type of technology, they're not going to pick that up. It takes a team. Mm-hmm. It takes a team. Um, a lot of the things that I do when I install, um, I'm lucky enough to like know enough well-roundedness about it. But when I get stuck, uh, there's guys I rely on. Ray from Wire Guys um, uh, helped me with a audio sound i did a landscape audio um called him before i did the install and he gave me the how-to on how to make sure i ran independent runs to my subs made sure that only so many speakers were on because in my mind i was just going to daisy chain the entire landscape audio um because that's how you do it in a commercial setting and landscape audio is different um so like yeah there's guys that i lean on that i when i need help with something and uh it would be naive of me to think that I am so good at what I do that I don't need help. And that's what I ran into a lot when I was growing up in this industry is that you could be a younger guy and have a better way of doing things. And I would try to share that with foreman's of me and it would just get shut down. Like, no, this is how you do it. Don't strip your wires like that. Like I have a video where I'm doing the RJ 45 and I'm using my finger and I do it in like 35 seconds. That video hit like 9 million views. Um, and if you look at, if you look at the comments in it, everyone's like, you're going to have carpool title in four <laughs> years. And I'm like, how, why are you, that is the exact industry that I grew up in. You have find a better way and someone will find the smallest thing to nick to nitpick about and rather than just being like, Hey, good job. That's and that's why idea. I try to, yeah. I, I, yeah, it, I follow some guys on social media where their entire profile is just making fun of those guys and they're so yeah. funny if you haven't seen them i i you have to share something with him because I, I i'll send you some i haven't yeah i haven't i i spent a lot of my time when my first my page first went viral because i will say one thing that like i'm passionate about what i do for multiple reasons one it puts food on my children's plate a roof over their head so this isn't you know like when people come in in the beginning we're critiquing my work it used to really get to me because like right. like i I practiced to get where I'm at. I came home when my friends are going out on weekends and I was studying schematics and I was building display boards in my garage trying to be better at what I could do. So then when guys that have no experience that were like coming in and be like, yeah, that's wrong. You did that at the beginning. It used to really piss me off. But then when I learned and I just sat back, I'm like, you know what? TikTok doesn't understand that this is a negative comment or a positive comment. It's just a comment. It keeps me in the algorithm. Let it go. Right. Mm-hmm. Also, let, let it let it build you up and don't worry about it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, good attitude. And you know, if you even dig into those guys, they'll be like, "Well, my brother's an electrician, and he yeah, that just <laughs> like, okay." I'm just so many times wasting. Yeah. Time. We've always we've always done it this way. Is is the is bullshit? I, I that oh, is yeah. the worst. It's the it's the only way we've done it. We've always done it this way. It just yeah. has become un, unhinged. Yeah, and absolutely. You know me, no, I can come unhinged. So it's like. God, it's just ridiculous. We, we, when my when my page my page first started catching traction, mm-hmm. I had some pole guy. He did, does pulls and stuff, and 
the beginning of his messages is always like clean work. This is dope, blah, blah, blah. Well, Red Wings sent me a, 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 a notice like, hey, we want to do some work with you, pick a boot out and blah, blah, blah. So I reposted it. And the reason why I reposted it is because it's not to brag. It's to let people know, like crush it at work and the opportunities are endless, right? right. So he comes into my inbox and he's like, uh, he's like, you're quit showing off. Like we get it. Your page is popping, but no one cares and stuff. And I'm like, well, I'm like, bro. You know, missing yeah. with your negativity. And then he's like, well, I know someone with Red Wing and I'm going to make sure you don't get that deal. And sure enough, he did. He knew someone with Red Wing. Oh, no he stepped in and Red Wing didn't see my boots, didn't answer you or my contacts or anything. And I'm like, like, I'm like, are you so upset that like you? It's just jealousy. It's incredible how much time people have sometimes yeah oh man but the funny thing is right i wore red wings since i was 18 all the way up to that point until that point i've never bought red wings again like i i would have never i would have never oh man i would have never went back to any other boot red wings where it was at my first pair of red wing boots were the paratrooper cable ones that you smack and you twist the cable and it tightens it up from top to bottom um kidding is that what you're doing the video Oh, big that, those, are, those are my first boots I ever had. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, like, uh, they lost me as a customer. And, like, rather than, you know, reaching out to me or any other nature, they just completely stopped talking to me. And any company that I work with, if they hit me up, like, hey, we want you to try this to do this, I screenshot it and I, and I post it. And the reason why is, one, it's my page. Like, I get to post what I want, how I want. <laughs> but uh, if someone comes into my inbox and he was taught, I mean, things he was saying it wasn't positive at all right. so i could easily have showed them like look at the way this man is talking to me right mm -hmm. and no they just complete all communication with me didn't send me with the stuff they said they're gonna send me and i'm like for what you know like but this guy had this guy was upset with me posting that red wings wanted to work with me and yeah right. he canceled that deal for me i'm like all right you, go. you know the i have to say though the the way that the way that you got your social media presence, and I'm I'm only aware of a couple of things because I don't have a, I'm not a huge social media guy. But the, that's uh, my job. That's his job. Okay. That's the guy's job. <laughs> but uh, but the way that you're setting yourself up and the way that you're moving forward in your career and 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 the goals that you have, this this is going to be commonplace. Like this is like you're on the you're on the cutting edge of how this is going to be done in the future. Yeah. And so old people like me who realize, <laughs> you know every seven years there's something a new way of doing stuff we're you know it's time for us to go out to pasture like i have the the last person who should be telling you how to live your life is somebody's goddamn 58 how yeah. do i know the hell do i know what it's like to be 30 well, i don't but you know what I, I one thing i do is i really appreciate all words of wisdom from any elder because they yes we it is a different world but you were doing things when like the like for instance fire alarm right like these meters and stuff now that can tell you how far away a ground fault mm -hmm. is compared yeah. to like what your multimeter was when you were in the field doing Post service work <laughs> little gerbil running inside yeah, of it exactly yeah so like uh you have your techniques yeah we have better uh, um technology but your techniques with our technology it it blends yep. and so 
we can't we can't say that oh this guy's a old timer he doesn't know or this guy's young he doesn't know we have to go into each situation and hear out what someone is saying and if it doesn't work for you it doesn't work for you but if johnny depp knows how to install something better than i do faster than i do but it's not the way i do it i'm not going to tell him not to right. do that you know what right. i mean like right. do it your way right. like uh, especially if as long as it gets at. the job done and it's clean exactly. i don't it's clean care job yeah yeah I think about the guy who's going to touch it after you. That's my number one rule. Anytime oh, yeah. you get a green guy, make sure you're labeling. When you're finishing off your tape, leave an end on the end of your tape. Like those little things like <laughs> go so far. Every I'm, time you touch it, every time you touch something, leave it better than the way you found it and leave it absolutely. there. Every, excuse, absolutely. Okay, I, I, I work service there. for an access control company. So mm, 100%. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry. Okay. Four hours. So how many times do you go into a building and you say you do hospitals, right? Um, so my two biggest clients are um, Nike and the I think the largest chain in the Northwest, but none of them are the largest hospital like this guy. Okay. So you go into Nike, I'm going to assume what over 40 doors access control. Yeah. Or more. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. Some, we just did a 300 door building recently yeah so 300 doors and if you go into one panel that isn't labeled that is that's a game changer yeah versus walking into a panel and it's labeled like it, you as soon as i used to open up a panel and it was access control and there wasn't anything labeled i need right then right there oh i'm screwed like mm -hmm. oh yeah now pulling now pulling off readers to see which reader is off yeah uh and then and then tracing that wire to see which power supply it's going to, where's my triggers and panel time alone doubles because uh, I don't know anything. Yeah. I, there's no label, not only labels on the wires, but labels indicating, okay, it's cool. You have your doors labeled one through 20. I wasn't there during construction. I don't know what door 15 what's, is. What's I don't know what door one is. I, yeah. What, what's door 15? Yeah. Did you leave prints behind that show me what door mm -hmm. 15 is? No. So the labels that I stress it to everyone, your labels are so important. Probably the most important thing you do. Uh, if you're going to label through a pneumatic numerical system, uh, cool. That's all good. Like I get that. It's shorter time during the install. But whoever that guy dressing out that panel is, if he doesn't have a list that sticks on that panel, cannot be taken away. Right. Door one, front door, door two, side door, door three, entry door. Like shame on that installer because that final guy touching it who actually knows what door is what. Yeah, you can go into programming. You can look and see what it's labeled at. But like, I just did a hanger and it says hanger one, hanger two. And there's 40 freaking hanger doors. <laughs> like, look, cool. You, at least you would narrow it down for me. I, I know right. that I'm at a hanger now, but like, what door? Yeah. Absolutely. Pull a reader, that, the, walk around the whole facility. I couldn't have said it any better myself. You're, you're, exact, you're exactly right. When... I, when you walk in and someone's left a set of prints, and you know, and in the fire, it's 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 a requirement now. So I mean, that's not a big that's not the case in security and access control. They can do whatever the hell they want. What or are, not. If they leave anything at all, if they leave anything at all, yeah. Other than some scrap wires and some trash a, in the can, a business card that says "Good luck." Yeah, <laughs> we, we just got the service contract for another client. We didn't do the install, but a year later, they quit and hired us for service mm -hmm. and yeah i walked in there and everything was labeled door one two three four but in uh, programming they're like 
southwest lobby <laughs> northwest door isn't working and i'm like just staring at the panel just like huh yeah is that two right <laughs> you see in that, in that industry that knowledge that should be passed down and it really is a is a journeyman to apprentice knowledge this is the way we do things you know oh right. well i like to silo that information to make sure that no one can kick me out of my jaw or what bat squeeze i come up with but when you when we break all that down we go no we want that knowledge passed down to our 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 apprentices so that they pass it down to their apprentices and we move forward in that you can see in parts of the industry where that's taken effect you can you can the fire was a good example there's there's many times i've walked in and to, especially to a high rise where you've got yeah. i don't know say a notifier 3030 or something like that nothing no way to control it no way to figure out what the bypasses are no buttons no no information no book no nothing and you're like great i got a 15 story building you know mixed use commercial every time i do anything it lights off there's not a not a not a not a anything here and so i look at the client and i would just go look man you're sold a bill of goods this is a great system it'll do everything you want it to do but it's just like getting a maserati without a steering wheel yeah no one knows how to run the damn thing no one knows yeah. anything about it so you gave you half of what you needed Go back to where you came from, where you got this thing, and tell them to come finish the damn job. Absolutely. I On my pack out, um, so I carry two pack outs with me mm -hmm. at all times. The three drawer system, I have two of them. I have my, my 12 volt, my 18 volt, my batteries. I have all my stuff I use on a regular basis, screws, anchors, beads, and stuff. And at the very bottom, I carry two labelers. And I carry six things of labels in it and a charger and two extra batteries because... A top of all that stuff that gets the job done, mm -hmm. it means nothing if at the very end you are not labeling your stuff. Like, but there, but one thing about labeling is I've seen people that over label, right? Like, yeah. I walked into a, a cabinet and, um, I mean, it's an IDF and it says power supply for CCTV on the can. And I'm like, oh, now if someone wants to break into here and shut all the cameras down, they know exactly where to go. Yeah, right. Yeah. So like you can definitely over label and label the incorrect stuff. But uh yeah, like label, label, label. That's yeah. the number one thing I tell anybody that comes in. Right. You're like, yeah, man, there's four cans on the wall. I would have eventually unlocked that one, you know. But but only that, like label the inside of the can. Yeah, you know no, what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't uh, yeah. label the inside of the can. You shouldn't it, it, maintenance or anyone comes in who might have access IDF and it says power supply to cctv in big bold letters and like nothing else has that big print on it it's kind of like oh, well safe inside yeah <laughs> absolutely and your service call just got three times longer because <laughs> maintenance touched it before you did oh yeah <laughs> that's that's um, yeah i did a i did a uh, access control company for someone who has a non-disclosure so i can't say who they are mm -hmm. but they um they had their maintenance guy try to install uh, the crash bar. It was a um, uh, electrified crash bar with the 15 second timer. Um, so, you know, you just can't walk out. It buzzes and stuff. And he butchered the door. I mean, I I think he had at the end of it like seven holes and there's only needed to be the, the four, the two here and the one passing through. What he did was he first he set it too close and the door wouldn't close. Then he set it too far back. Then it was hitting the the weather strip. So then he cut the bar and then he mounted it. So when I took it off, I had to put 
a push plate on the front and a push plate on the back. And I'm like, why would you even let your maintenance guy touch this? And then of course the maintenance guy's like, oh, these were from the existing locks. And then I, and I'm like, oh, like okay. When right. I got here. I yeah. Just, they they shipped the door like, like this. The door wouldn't open. And you're like, yeah. it's okay yeah. to say you don't know. It's, like, yeah. Like I'm not going to walk into a job or, or they're just going to be like, Hey, while you're here, can you do some plumbing work? And I'm like, oh, hourly, you know, time and materials is time oh, and materials. Oh, you know? Yeah, way. seriously. Yeah, hey, but actually, let, let me touch base on that yeah. with uh, with you saying that uh, that like you know if it's okay to say you don't know something. Right. Um, would you feel that? Well, at least from my experience, the things that I didn't know that I actually touched and put my hands on—that's the only reason why I learned how to operate them in the first place right. and how to do it. Because I've never cut in a strike my first time. I never installed a mat my first time. I never installed uh, uh, like a, a delayed crash bar my first time. So I've never once said I don't know how to do it. But if I can't get it, then I'll speak up. Uh, but like I've, I'm, I just had to pour concrete. I had a TikTok video the other day. I'd never poured concrete a day in my life. I had to do a, a post and I had to mount to it for a basically handicap button. And there was no way to get it where it needed to be the the distance from the door because the auto door and so um i know concrete's not that hard but i've never done it before and so my boss was like hey jordan you want to pour concrete i was like yep <laughs> went home that day watch a youtube video talk to my cousin who does uh he does like all demos and stuff got his advice and like my cousin gave me some knowledge like he's like you're gonna need ground stakes because like i was thinking I was just going to go there, build a box, set it down, pour the concrete in, right. and that was it. Yeah, he's like, no, you're going to need ground <laughs> stakes. You're going to need this, that. You're going to need a mixer. And like, these are things I didn't know. But when my company asked me if I could do something, I think my number one, what keeps me so valuable is I've never said no to anything. Like, I've never been like, I can't do that. Uh, my first auto opener, like, mm -hmm. I was, I can honestly tell you, I was shitting bricks because <laughs> those mesh those measurements have to be exact and it yeah. says it on the thing it's like you of three quarters off the wall five eighths back like you know like everything it has right. to be dead on and so like you're just like measure it 15 times and like all right let me blue tape this and mark it so i know i left off writing my notes and like but i did it it worked and then you get to step back and you're like man i just did that like right i just handle that and that's like the biggest like i was saying earlier like that sense of completion at the end of an eight hour day um nothing i don't know if there's anything i know maybe stocks are making millions and whatever right. but like yeah. as far as far as like using your hands and getting it done like that's why i love this trade because yeah. it's it's a puzzle every day if you're doing installs there is not one install <laughs> unless your electricians are renting conduit for you and you just have pulling wire installing material you have junction boxes if you're in the retro life it's a puzzle every single day yeah is there plumbing behind this wall is there a fire block? Uh, if there is a fire block, how am I getting through this fire block? Like that is what I thrive on. I'd love being able to, in an eight hour day, complete a retro. And I'm looking back and I'm like, hmm. I, and I'm not, not co cocky in any mean, but I'm like, I did that. Like, yeah, right. yeah I, I did that. I, I, I totally feel you. And <clears throat> I have the same thing, like, because we do a lot of access control and cameras. I don't like doing cameras, not because there's anything wrong with it, but unless it's like a complicated, you know, install, I'd much rather do access control B 
because of that like challenge and the difficulty yeah. it like drives me and i love it and then it's just like well with cctv you're relying on somebody else if they have a networking staff to right. supply you with the right um subnet right gateway right ip address and i'm telling you right now i'm on a project that um has absolutely been killing our company because yeah. uh the tech the it is not good and we install <laughs> we install cameras they're like switch the subnet okay no try this ip address and if we did i have two guys on site for two weeks we installed six cameras whoa two guys uh. two weeks six cameras and then we had a bunch of other ones installed we mounted them because it came to the point i'm like you know what these are the ip addresses they gave us uh their vpn wasn't working that's not on us let's get our stuff done so now we can say like look our materials in we right. ip'd it to what you told us ip it the if we go back that should be a change order unfortunately it didn't work like that and so we had to go back to these cameras pull them down reprogram them we'll default them because ip addresses were no longer good um default them change ip addresses subnet and then touch every camera twice so like uh that's why i don't like cameras because access control yeah. it is on you there's a right. yeah, you let, own the whole let, network yeah, yeah you're, not, it, you're not dealing and with if the crap. if for some reason the network doesn't work and there's no communication to the access control like they still have their keys they still right. have like everything mm -hmm. can still be managed but the second you throw a camera up you plug it in um they had a guys pull our wire give us biscuits a couple of our cameras they did a on one side b on the back side Aww. so like that Cross now i'm trying now i'm troubleshooting that's bad yeah it's it's not going to connect um you're going to it's going to show that you're connected but the heartbeat is going to be significantly slower so then right. you start you have to test you got to put a toner out you have to get uh i use ideals thanks ideal shout out mm -hmm. for sending it to me nice. uh i use ideals um network like basically it tells you on one end that this is punched down this way and then you put the remote on the back end and it tells you which way your wires are on that end mm -hmm. and you see the crossover now you got to go re-punch down someone else's work and like one camera that should be taking you 30 minutes to install uh it's now you're two hours in and mm -hmm. yeah and so i feel you on the not liking cameras and then and then and then the port blocking or mac filtering on yeah on security firewalls yeah firewall. all that you're you're just like it, i'm and, accessing and in it from... hospitals it's it's like the itg at our hospital they are they're really on their game like they do not mess around they know it all and so when you're dealing with them they're you know that's that's their baby so they'll set it up for you but we had to attach what we call tsws which are ul listed uh pcs essentially that the fire system uses so it's a, a real computer but it's a computer like, you know, it's worth like a gajillion dollars and it had to be done. So when I get to this job and I get back to this job, there's four of these things sitting there. They've been sitting there for two years. No one can get them on the network. So it's my job to, you know, work with ITG to get them on the network. So I start the process and I start working with these guys. They wound up putting them in and then firewalling them from the, our own, their own system so that. Basically, because we can remote into those and, and manipulate the system, which is what we need, so that we can be anywhere on the campus and actually operate these these machines. What ITG wound up doing, and, and I, it took me a while to figure this out, is actually firewall so that if you're you know, VPN and in, you cannot get back into the network at all. 
So the firewall faces towards these computers. Now they have their own internal network that talks to the fire panels, but externally, that's what they, that's what, how they did it. And they wound up doing hardware, like, like everything. So when I was done understanding when the ITG guy is really good is explaining how this is working, I'm like, man, he says, he goes, that is the beginnings of how we deal with patient confidentiality. Like that's just the beginnings of it. If you pop on our network with a Mac address, we don't recognize it's not just, Hey, we've got a problem. It's like, Hey, we got a problem. Here comes somebody to knock on the damn door. Like that's how fast this stuff happens. And because of, uh, yeah, because of, of, of just not just HIPAA, but of everything else that happens on these networks from the time, because I worked at this place twice. Um, I worked there for about 10 years and then left and came back from the time I left to the time I came back. It's almost a different world in the datacom world. Like you cannot plug anything into a USB anywhere on the networks that it doesn't throw a, either a Dell encryption or it will force you to encrypt your disk. Like I, I just took a, a thumb drive. The only way I can program it is to put it on a computer. And in order for me to, to put the program back on it, I had to encrypt it. Now that means that if a simplex guy shows up and needs that program, he cannot access it without having that passcode period. Like, well, it's not like, I the, mean, you know, you know, one, two, three, four. That's five, job five, security. Five. Yeah, it's huge. Yep. And I, I, <laughs> that's I job security. Just, just all of the of the nuances as they were explaining to me, and you know, and, and I'm just like, uh, uh, our yeah, go be a manager now. Our fire yeah. token ring. It's like, uh, you know, hello. We we move the data inside our network, like it's. And now we're about to move over to a fiber network, which will be completely and entirely run by our IT. So, and what they'll do is they'll provide us fiber ends and, and, you know, everything else is completely invisible. And when you look at the amount of data and the amount of, of information they're moving, it's, it's incredible. We have 18,000 people that work for us. But I mean, this is a, she is a- yeah, this is, this is not a mon pa. I mean, this is like a, this is a city on a hell. I'll give you the nickel tour. I, I, you, we've got, you, you start working in this place and uh, it, it probably takes you six months to figure out just where the hell everything is. It's that big. And it's, wow. Big. That's incredible. Yeah, it, it's the it, kind it, of site I want to manage. If I were issue, uh, Oregon health sciences university, it's just this massive city on the hill. It's incredible. If I ever got out of DH space, that is definitely the kind of um, like job I want to be at. Something that's that massive, where you're continuously learning, and you once you do master it, you show you're important. You uh, you just can't be replaced by anyone because, like you say, if it takes six months just to learn the lay of the land, imagine when you're there for five, ten years, right. and you know the land, and you know the doors, you know and you know yeah, what's yeah, you usually know, you, causing this. You know where the bar- you know where the bodies are buried, and what where the problems are, where the problems aren't. We there was a contractor yep. that we used up there that came on board. You know, probably halfway through my first stint, and um, those guys who were who were apprentices in IBW then are now running the show still on that hill today. And one of them who was an apprentice when I knew him says, you got to come down and look at this. And he opens up this, this terminal block for the simplex system. I just was like, it, you, the, it, it looks like a, it looks like a museum piece. He goes, everything, 
everything in this hospital right now is wireless because we just did it. We just spent $5 million everything, all class A. Oof. I mean, you open up a, you open up a can and it's just like, it's a work of art. And I mean, the whole damn thing is that way. Everything. That's awesome. So the guy who set all these standards up for this, for this particular group was a guy I worked with from Simplex before we both came up to the hill. He shot, he taught me everything I needed to know. Uh, he was the guy who taught me how to troubleshoot, how to program, how to get it all together. He wound up going into ITG, still works for the hill. He just doesn't work for us. And he's way advanced. And, and so all I owe this guy, like how I became, how I do what I did, I owe it to him. And so now, you know, I'm looking at it. It's like everything that this guy wanted is now here. <laughs> And it's got, it is, and it should have his name all over it because it's his work. And I, that's a good vision. Yeah. And I just, all I can do is go, this, this the way it should be is what he, this what he wanted. He worked hard. This is what we got. And, and, you know, if you don't wire to that standard, you don't do it to that standard. I'm an animal. I'll just come after you. Yeah. That's what it has to be. Yeah. Love it. Well, we've hit our hour. Don't. Fine. Sorry. I was enjoying it. I know. I have dinner. I have dinner to make, so okay. it's a good time to exit. Thank you so much for Thanks being for on the here. show, telling your story. Yeah. It's been awesome. I'm definitely glad you guys had me. I'm not going to lie. It was a little like in the beginning. I'm like, when will we get to talk about? But there's no dead point. Uh, it was <laughs> better than the Joe Rogan no, podcast. We could have you seven uh, seven yeah. more times. and Excellent. We'll figure something exactly. to talk about. <laughs> well, thank you, and we'll be watching... We'll be watching the YouTube videos and all that stuff, man. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Have Thank you. Night. Wait, actually, before next you take time. off, plug all your, yes, all your plug, social plug medias, all YouTubes. Plug everything. Okay, yeah. Who, everything is easy. Easy. It's a tatted tech, T-A-T-T-E-D underscore tech, T-E-C-H. That's my YouTube, my Instagram, and my TikTok. My TikTok is probably where I am the most consistent. But I'm in the process of moving into a home. And once I get into my home, uh, I'm going to be doing the whole like uh, YouTube on how to everything. So awesome. I'm going to wait till I get some wall space and I don't have to take it down after my lease is up. Right. So once <laughs> I get into, show, once once I I get into my home, I'm going to be uh, access control 101, how to CCTV um, awesome. and the little bit of fire alarm that I still obtained. Nice. Congrats on the home. Yeah. Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's not happening yet. So let's wait until you know we'll it happens. I don't think so. Haven't failed at anything else yet. Yeah, for sure. I'm working on it, guys. Thank you. Thanks for All right, catch you later. All right, you guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Half Watt Podcast. We always want to hear from you, and we encourage you to email us at halfwattpod at gmail.com with questions or even your own stories. Funny, crazy, or praiseworthy, we want to hear it all. You can follow us on Instagram at halfwattpod to stay up to date on our feed. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and share us with a friend, the best way to help us grow. The Half Watt Podcast is a production of Now Hear This Studios.